0: dry goods on the corner of Oak and Main. He's got what you need.
1: If you need jam jars, hat pins, and lemon drops, carburetors, razor blades, and beans, we come to
2: Clancy's Dry Goods
3: General Shop, cause, cause he's, he's got, got what you need
2: at the corner of Oak and Main. I'm Clancy of Clancy's Dry Goods on the corner of Oak and Main, and I've got what you need. Shops and notions and twine. When
0: we last left Hildy, she was plummeting over a ledge with her foot caught in a barrel. Help, Nellie, I love her! Will Hildy land on her feet? What of her dreams of Reno? And will she ever see Nellie Marbles again? Find out in Episode 4 Shamrocked. All aboard? Ah!
1: I'm still stuck. What can I do? Barrel or no barrel, I'm just going to have to walk to Reno. so heavy, and my foot hurts, and... Gosh, it sure is dark out here. And it's getting cold. I know. If I twist around just right, In this barrel till morning. Well, I, I don't mind being upside down like this for a little while. What's that? I'll just stay very quiet in case it's a coyote or a doctor.
3: There it is. That thing that was flying off the train tracks. We're lucky it didn't land on our heads. What is it, Sergeant? Well, what do you think, Bainbridge? It's a barrel. But why would a barrel
2: fall out of the sky?
3: On the full moon, the very night that our own still is smashed to bits. If it's not a sign from St. Patrick himself, I don't know what is. I can't help feeling responsible for breaking the old still. Well, that's because you broke it, you eejit. Jiggin' on it like it's the floor of the Glockamora Ladies Auxiliary Hall and
2: Preservation Society,
3: and not filled with 33 gallons of golden moonshine. we will help
2: you build a new still out of this wee giant flyin' barrel.
3: All right then, roll it over, so I can see the other side.
2: Ooh, it's awful heavy, sir,
3: Bainbridge O'Brien, you're me big brother, and I love ye. But for fact's sake, you're not dancing a jig. You do know you're allowed to use your arms in real life. Well, I didn't get to be the wee folk world champion thirty-three
0: times by using me arms.
3: And I haven't kept the entire O'Malley, Shillelagh, McTurnip, O'Brien clan alive for the past three hundred and thirty-three years by dancing around like a fool. <laughs>
2: Oh, you've hurt me feelings. Seamus, where's Seamus? He's the only one that understands me. Ne'er more than a sprite sprite away, me love. Marvelling at the moonbeams through the dappled forest glade.
3: Ah, put a cork in it, Seamus. There's work to be done.
2: She's being mean again. I was just trying to help move the wee gigantic flying barrel that's 333 times bigger than all three of us put together. There, there, me Tarlin, It'll be all right. Sir, me love, why do you make your big brother cry? He's a wee artist with a heart like a newborn kitten on a feather pillow his tears not burn through your soul Seamus O'Cleary so O'Cork you've turned me knees to jelly <gasps> something's in that barrel Sersha. what if it's a wee banshee banshees haunt me in me dreams their soul twist and shrieks echo through tr- <gasps> or what if it's the Flanagan Glanadan with its skin on the outside and its hair on the inside the Flanagan
3: Nornioglanadan only lives in the forest of Kilkikinora, you great
2: Egypt. Gotcha. Oh, that sounds like a wee kelpie fardullahan. Its bones dropping out of its head as it tries to fly. Even though it hasn't any wings at all. I hope
3: it's a cracky Colonahan creeping through the countryside with a wee bloodlust for dancers and poets, is what I hope. Now quit waxing and grab your mushroom satchels and get to harvesting. Which way should we go, Saoirse? Through the limitless night, under the sky with its shimmery, shimmery shammery. How is it you two still don't know how to find a fairy circle? Oh,
2: you're just better
3: at it than we are. There's a patch of toadstools back yonder, glowing in the moonlight. Now go, you got to beat the shroom fairies to the harvest. And grab the gravel sieve on your way back. Then you can help me finish fixing
2: up this barrel. We shall wield a hammer and with nails of love construct a brewery of the heart, fermenting worldly hate and transforming it. For feck's sake, Seamus, go gather mushrooms. Real
3: mushrooms, not metaphors. Saoirse, I'm done counting all the gravel in my grinding can. That was fast, Molly Molly. 333 million, 333 thousand. Three hundred and thirty-three teeny tiny gravels. Now can I help you with the building and the brewing? Well, I've got one more important thing for you to do first. Anything for you, Saoirse? I need you to sit under a crackleberry bush on the west-northeast side of the forest and sort the gravel into categories.
1: What sort of categories?
3: Rough, three-cornered, brown, black, white, and speckled. All right then, But but what if I find a gravel... It's not smooth, rough, three cornered, brown, black, white, or speckled. Then you put it in the miscellaneous pile. Okay then? Right. I love you, Sarsa. I love you so much. Sersha, look! I should starve. Don't forget to make a wish. I already know what
4: I'm wishing for.
1: Oof oof. I simply can't breathe in here anymore. It smells like frozen cheese and orphans if I can
3: just turn around. Ah, that sky, it gives me a funny feeling, like a well filling up too fast. A shooting star and a full moon. That's a lot of magic. All right then, I wish to find me one true love. Ouch, golly. Oh, my stars and rainbows, it finally worked. After 333 years worth of wishes, and now you're here.
1: I'm ever so uncomfortable.
3: Can you help me out? Of course, because you're mine, and I love you, and this is the beginning of forever.
1: Gosh, that's nice. Wait, wait, what?
0: Poor Hildy, still trapped in that barrel, and now at the mercy of a love struck leprechaun. Will she ever escape? I'll bet she wishes she were home with her sister Beatrice enjoying a bag of Dr. J.R. Bubblegum Stinging Thistle Cuddlebone Drops.
4: Dr. J.R. Bubblegum here. Do you have a sore throat, itchy eyeballs, or chronic bronchial spasms? Are your fingertips numb? Can you turn your head 320 degrees to the left? Do your eyebrows puff up to three times their normal size when you smell bacon? Well, you're in luck because Dr. J.R. Bubblegum's stinging thistle Cuddlebone drops are specially formulated by me in my own personal modern laboratory with the finest ingredients. They're tasty, too. The kiddies will love the brightly colored cellophane wrapper and the taste of powdered cuddlebone. Dr. J.R. Bubblegum Stinging Thistle Cuddlebone Drops are good for what ails you. Dr. J.R. Bubblegum.
0: That's right folks, Dr. J.R. Bubblegum Stinging Thistle Cuttlebone Drops are good for what ails you. Pick up a bag today at Clancy's Dry Goods on the corner of Oak and Main. One for a penny,
2: or ten for a nickel. I'm Clancy, and I sell Dr. J.R. Bubblegum Stinging Thistle Cuttlebone Drops
0: at the corner of Oak and Main. (laughs) And now, back to the show.
1: I don't mean to be rude, but we can't be bound for all eternity. I don't even know your name.
3: I'm Sersha. and you are Mrs. Sersha O'Malley Shillelagh McTurnip O'Brien.
1: Oh, gosh, my foot sure is a funny shade of blue. Oh, golly, I don't even remember the last time I wasn't stuck in a barrel. Here,
3: have a sip of moonshine, me darling. It will warm you up and calm you down.
1: Hi, It's crunchy. Are there rocks in it? Of course.
3: That's what makes it artisanal.
1: Oh. Oh. I'm all numb and tingly. Because you're in love.
3: Bainbridge, Seamus, look. I got a wee gigantic
2: human wife and we're in love forever. Sersha, loving, not lovelorn, at first sight. Her wish has been granted. Her daydream This night, Seamus, this calls for a hop jig. A two, three, four. Help me get her out
3: of the barrel before her wee purple foot snaps off. Dance up and down on it where the wood split. I'm
2: free, thank you. Andridge, my love, you jumped so high. I you'd kiss the moon. <laughs> I'd rather kiss you. Thanks, boys.
3: Now get to grind in the gravel and mash in the mushrooms.
2: Oh, dear. I've left me mushroom satchel in the fairy circle. Can you
3: boys not remember more than one ting at a time, ever? Don't worry, Sersha We'll take
1: care of everything.
2: And laugh you to your nuptials.
1: Gosh. Nelly's never going to believe I met some real leprechauns. Who's Nellie? She's my friend. My girlfriend.
3: <laughs> well, not anymore. But... If she's so great, where is she? Reno? You'll always know where I am, because I'll always be right here. And so will you. I'll never leave you, Hildy.
1: Maybe you're right, Saoirse. Maybe Nellie was never really my friend. And maybe... She's in cahoots with Boxcar Dick. Nellie's not here. You are. And, wow, I'm so dizzy. It's all right, beloved.
3: Now drink your moonshine.
1: It looks like the whole sky
3: is spinning. Because of you, Hildy. My entire world has been turned upside down and inside out. I've been so lonely.
1: But you've got your brother and his husband.
3: But they've got each other. It's not easy being the only one of two lasses out of your entire species.
1: What do you mean?
3: It's just me and Molly Molly. All the rest are lads.
1: But that doesn't make any sense. Say, where do leprechauns come from anyway?
3: Well, it's said that we emerge fully farmed from the Blarney Stone.
1: But what really
3: happens? Legend has it that when St. Patrick was a lad, he made a wish.
1: But really?
3: Once upon a time.
1: Why don't you want to tell me?
3: Because nobody knows. And how come there's just two girls, and we still have to do all the work?
1: Why don't you ask Bainbridge and Seamus to help more? They seem so nice.
3: They're very nice. And you would think after 333 years of being asked to do the same chores, they'd have caught on by now, and I wouldn't have to ask. But somehow... As it is, I have to give them tasks that can be done by dancing, fiddling, or talking in poems. What if they had a list? Because a list has more than one thing on it, and their tiny man brains shut down, and I'm back to barking out orders one at a time.
1: At least you get to be in charge.
3: I don't want to be in charge. I just want the tiniest bit of unsolicited help. Why am I responsible for keeping us alive for three centuries?
1: It just doesn't seem fair.
3: You know, Hildy, this is the first time anybody's ever listened to me. And you're so pretty in the moonlight.
1: You're pretty too, Sersha. I just want to put you in my pocket. Sersha, I think I love you.
3: Aye, you do. For it is written on the cliffs of Darby Killarney that whosoever shall kiss a leprechaun at midnight under the light of the full moon, shall herein be wed forever, heart and soul, and become a leprechaun herself.
1: I've always wanted to be a leprechaun.
3: I guess we both got our wish. Oh,
1: Saoirse, you're... Oh, whoa, ow!
3: What is it, me wee gigantic human wife?
1: I just tripped over... There's something here, in the grass. It's...
3: What is it? Is it a wee corpse? What?
1: No, it's a giant wheel of brie.
3: I don't know what that is, but you best leave it alone. It could be poisonous.
1: There's something carved into the side. N-M plus B-A.
3: That sounds like the devil's falderall to me.
1: Nellie Marbles plus Buffalo Aggie. Nellie pushed this cheese off the train. She knew it would roll down the tracks and find me somehow. She does love me.
3: Now, wait a minute. A girl sent a giant cheese flying down the train tracks, and you think it's a love letter? It sounds to me like she wanted to run you over so she could have all the golden girls in Reno to herself.
1: Oh, gosh, I hadn't thought of it that way. But
3: anyway, nobody could love you as much as I do.
1: Look, under our initials it says, I'll wait for you. I'm coming, Nellie. I'm taking this cheese with me so I never forget that you're my one true love.
3: All right, then. But you should know that leprechaun love is wicked powerful. And the only way to break the spell is to dance a backward kelly jig in a fairy circle under an orange moon at Whitsuntide.
1: When's Whitsuntide? It was yesterday.
3: And it only comes around every 333 years. Like Brigadoon but worse.
1: I'm sorry, Sertia. I've got to go to Nelly.
3: Fine. Go back to your Nelly marbles. But I should tell you that it's etched in the book of Clacky Lamora that the love of a leprechaun will follow you after death through 333 further incarnations.
1: I'm sorry. I'll never forget you.
3: You can't run away.
1: I'm not running away from anything. For the first time in my life, I'm running towards
3: something. I'll always love you forever. Leprechaun love never dies. Goodbye. Hildy. Reno is in the other direction.
1: Oops. <laughs> Reno can't be too far off. Look, the sun's coming up. It's so bright. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Sasha told me this was west. I've been going the wrong direction all night. There's a sign up ahead. Welcome to...
0: Hildy. she crash-landed into an accidental and irreversible betrothal to a lovelorn leprechaun, was blindsided by self-doubt and paranoia, and spent the night riding east on a wheel of brie. Will she ever make it to Reno? Will she ever see her true love Nellie Marbles again? What other adventures are in store for Hildy? Tune in next week for The Lesbian Hobo Adventure Hour! Episode 5, Ghost Town. The part of Hildy was played by Kristen Swanson with Elizabeth DeMantis Sersha, David Hildre as Seamus, Jason Kravitz as Bainbridge O'Brien, and Jeffrey Hogue as Dr. J.R. Bubblegum. And introducing Karen Shook as Molly Molly. That was Henry Caparoso on the piano, sound effects by the BBC, and those savants of sound, the Foley Kids. And a great big howdy do to the Clancy's Dry Goods Quartet. That's all for now. Good day and good night from yours truly, Bill Allen.